What up, everybody? It's your boy, Jerry Deontay, and we're back with another episode of the Thoughts of My Loft podcast. Okay, let's get right to it, y'all. Let's get right to it. Oh, my bad. Good morning, good afternoon, good night to some. And I just want to say, y'all, I'm sorry, all right? I don't know what's going on with this podcast. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I think I started off doing a real good thing like a year and a half ago putting episodes out and having different range of topics. And then I took a break and then I came back for season two, came back for season three. And after that, it's just been like up and down, up and down, up and down. And I don't know if I'm just not inspired to do this anymore. I don't know if it was just a phase. I don't know. I really cannot tell you. I know when I do it, I enjoy it. But when I don't do it, I also kind of don't miss it either. It's like, eh, you know, whatever. I don't know if like my interest left doing the podcast and it just went strictly to music. I don't know. But what I do know is, is that um, I'm back this week and I'm going to try my best to stay on top of it. And if I don't have something for a week, I don't have it. But whenever when I do have something, I want it to be something of value. I don't want to just come up here and talk about the same thing every single week about this, that, and the third. I just don't want to do that. Like I want to, I want it to be insightful. I want it to be exciting. I want it to be, you know, God driven and what God puts on my heart to say. Not really about me. Not really about the audience. Not really about the views. Even though that stuff is nice, I just feel like I kind of just um took a step back on it, but. We're back again this week, so I'm not going to stay on that too long. So, so um, I was looking this week on TikTok, and I, well, actually last week, and I seen a video about a man talking about dating women with kids and how they're low value. Now, y'all know Jared Deontay is a stand firm believer on the single moms. This is something that has been established this is an LLC, the SMCP, the Single Moms Care Plan. Anybody who knows me know that this is a thing. <laughs> All right. Anybody who knows me knows. So I take full responsibility for this, okay? There have been a lot of men that have been led astray, and I will not allow anybody to talk down on the single moms. I won't stand for it. Okay. Now that that's out of the way. But not on a serious note. So he was talking and he was basically saying, you know, how, um, you know, they can be of low value. And it was a back and forth discussion. And mind you, it was a guy who was with another lady and his baby mom and her boyfriend and husband. And there was a woman host of the show. So the conversation, you know, really took off on TikTok. And um, the woman asked him, the host of the show asked him, how can you have a problem with single moms and you were raised by one? And and I think, you know, and I I don't mean I'm not trying to be sexist, but I think when women say that, they think that's like the finishing punch. Like, well, how can you hate single moms? You were raised by one. I think when they say that, everybody's just supposed to like fall out in awe, like the mic just dropped. But let's just let's just let's just flip that question. What if we asked women? Um, how can you, you know, how can you hate men or how can you say men are trash if you haven't dated all of them? Or for a woman that's had a father in her life or a good male figure in her life, you know, how can you say that you 
hate this and hate that, but you had um, you had your dad in your life. It's not about what you it's not about what you have. It's about your experience with it. Um, you could have a beautiful, um, amazing marriage, a beautiful, amazing wife, you know, but the experience that you have with that and people on the outside looking in, you know, everybody loves a Corvette car, but go talk to the person that's actually paying the bill. Go talk to the person that has to get that car maintenance. And I'm not saying any of this to try to talk down on single parents. But I am going to address something, though, that's not talked about. You know, the the absent parent, you know, usually the one that gets the the shade and the, the dirt. I see it on Facebook all the time. It is what it is. But, you know, you have toxic present parents. And I'm just speaking for this man because he said something that was very profound to me. You know, he was like he, he said he didn't want his he didn't want he, he didn't want to go through that anymore. Um, he didn't want because I guess maybe, maybe, just maybe, y'all, when he saw her, when he sees this woman, he sees his mom. And maybe his mom wasn't a perfect, outstanding single mom like you guys are. Maybe his maybe his mom was treacherous. Maybe his mom was malicious. Maybe she didn't even maybe she didn't even care about him like that. Or maybe just maybe just maybe he wants to have a good family unit, meaning he wants he wants to start fresh. With him and another woman. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but like I said, I don't, I don't, you know, if a woman says she does, I know plenty of women, they will not date a woman, with, they will not date a man with kids. I know women who, off the top, it's a deal breaker. But if a man says that, it's a problem. But there's an issue with both of those things. You can have your preference all you want, and the host said that like it's okay to have your preference, like, but you don't gotta disrespect or talk down on somebody else. So my thing is this, y'all. When are we going to get to a point where our opinions, our um, viewpoints, our reference point, rather, when are we going to stop using that as a way to disrespect and talk down on other people? Because, you know, it's, it's okay if you don't like a certain thing, but you don't have to talk down on it, though. He also made another good point. He said, you know, with dating a woman with kids, and I'm gonna say dating a, a single a parent, a single parent in general, a man with kids or a woman with kids, you have the authority. You no, I'm sorry, you have the responsibility, but not the authority. What does that mean? If you're a woman dating a man with kids, then you have the responsibility of helping so and so out with the homework or doing so and so's hair or picking so and so up from school. Or feeding them or giving maybe even, you know, hey, you pass your test, here go some money for that, you know. But as for but as far as the authority goes, as far as putting that child in a child's place, as far as disciplining that child, that's when people draw the line. And I get it. You've been hurt. You've had things going for you. But how do you think that makes that incoming parent feel though? Because that person is taking a risk. With accepting the fact that, hey, you know what? I'm dating a woman with kids. You know, if I'm a woman, I'm dating a man with kids. There's a risk that this might not work out and that child is going to be affected by it. Or there's also a great accomplishment in the fact that, hey, even though this is not my biological child, I can actually do this. Like, I can actually father a son. So if we have one, 
I already have some of the tools and res- I already have some of the tools from being with your son or being with your daughter. But people don't think about stuff like that. And then there's a thing of you're the new guy or you're the new girl. Those kids have been around their mom or their dad for X amount of years. So there's already something built there. They can, they technically feel like they don't have to listen to you. However, they're going to expect you to be there for them and do things for them. Now, I for one can contest that. I was like that. You know what I'm saying? My mom started dating. I was like that too. You know, I didn't feel like I had to listen to nobody else because my mom was, my mom been here. We, you know, we, we've been shagging Kobe for 13, 14 years. I don't have to listen to you. But how does that make the person feel though? But see, nobody talks about that. And on top of that, y'all got to realize everybody not meant to be parents. You know, it's it's best to know where a person's intentions are at. And I think that's what bothers y'all, a lot of people. You know, we're not used to people telling us up front how they feel. So we we get so offended and so mad behind it. We should start accepting them for who they are. If a person tell you they don't want kids and that's something that you love and that's something that you're looking for, why be with that person? If a person tells you they don't ever want to get married, they don't see themselves getting married, why be with that person if that's something that's on your mind? Why? Do you feel like you need to be with that person because you feel like the love you have for them can change their opinion? The only person that can change them is God, and God ain't going to force that on nobody. He's just not. That's not who God is. Yeah, so speaking on that, like, you know, that's not who God is. So basically what I what I want to say is this. You can date a person with kids, a person without kids. You know, just stay with, well, don't date people's wives and husbands, all right? We all done it. I get it. I get it. Even if you thought about it, you did it. So it is what it is there. But but um, no, on a serious note, guys, just, you know, just don't think that, don't let these people on social media tell you how to run your lives. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's um the girl Shara Seven or whoever her name is. I don't care if it's R.P. to Kevin Samuels. I don't care if it's whatever. Like, live your life, man. Date. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can you can date people. You can fall in love. You know what I'm saying? You can have a fallout. You guys can break up. You guys can get back together three years later and be married and be the most happiest couple on earth. Not perfect, but happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not in denial, but just have joy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it's all about. Like, joy is the one thing that is, is going to, that's what we should be seeking every day is joy. You know what I'm saying? You can have joy in tomorrow. I may not be happy today, but I got joy in tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, the whole conversation about dating a person with kids, we really, you really don't know until you talk to the person that you're dating why they feel the way they feel about marriage or why they feel the way they feel about having kids. I just think instead of judging and rejecting people, we should try to understand where they're coming from. And longer than not being malicious and, you know, talking down, all this stuff, we should at least try to understand where somebody's coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe a guy, maybe that guy from the interview I'm talking about, he watched his mom struggle, you know, so you know, people be like, oh, well, you was raised by your mom and you watch her struggle. So, you know what it's like. Yeah, I know what it's like and I don't want to go through that. I.e., I want to actually be with someone and have a child by them so they won't have to struggle. Or maybe the, maybe the mom resented the son because 
after the son got it, the, the the dad left. Or, you know, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that man and his mom don't have the best relationship. You, y'all do understand that, like, there are sons, some sons and daughters, they moms and them don't have the best relationship. Y'all do understand that, right? Y'all do understand that just because a father raised their child, that don't mean those two have the best relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might were a parent, but they weren't a friend. Like, granted, you're not supposed to, like, compromise with your child and your child is still your child, but, you know, it's not all about being disciplinary either. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I don't have any kids, you know what I'm saying, yet, but, you know, I would at least hope that my 14-year-old or my 11-year-old, I should be able to, I should be able to relate to them and tell them I know what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Granted, it's a different time period, but I was 12 before. I was eight before. I, I, I get it. We should at least be able to have that conversation. Moving on to the next part of it. To all the men out there, I want y'all to understand that, like, Megan Good is single. <laughs> you know, she was with a pastor for years. She's single now, y'all. Don't worry about Jonathan Mayers. We're going to find we're gonna find a way to get him out of here, okay? Because Megan Good wasn't on the market too long. <laughs> we got to get her out of here. Somebody, somebody go snatch up Kim Kardashian, but Megan Good is single now. No, on a serious note, the only reason why I brought that topic up is because um, I saw an interview that uh, Devon, Devon Franklin, I think this is his name, Devon Franklin had did, and he was basically saying if a person can't find the time to text you, they don't care about you. And I really want to touch on this topic because, you know, so many times I hear people say, oh, well, people are, if people don't move things around for you, they don't care about you and blah, 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 whoop, the whoop, the whoop. I just hope that you guys are doing that for God. Like, I just hope that you guys, when God tells you to do something, I hope you stop and drop everything you're doing and take care of that matter. Whether it's, i.e., praying at the stoplight, i.e., calling somebody that God has touched your heart, i.e., putting down your plate, i.e., whatever. I hope whatever God is telling you to do, in a specific moment, you stop at the drop of a hat. And do it. Because if you don't, then you're in error. Listen, dating or not, dating or marriage, just because a person didn't text you back or or they didn't do something that you feel like you need, that doesn't mean that person doesn't care about you. Everybody shows love in different ways, and so do you. You know, I think a lot of times um, we we look for people to be enough for us because we know we're not enough for ourselves. That's what it is sometimes, y'all. And we know we can't amount up to what that person requires from us. So we have to we have to set the bar so freaking high. And people are like, oh, well, it's nothing to take somebody back. You don't know what people going on. You don't know what people got going on. You don't know what kind of life people have. Some people are not texters. Some people are not call- I hate I hate being on the phone. I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate it. I hate FaceTiming. I hate it. Cause I don't know, I'm just weird and awkward like that. I'm I, this is how I am. Like so, but everybody's not the same though. Now, what? Because people love saying, "Well, you know, Barack Obama found time to take some shit." They were in the White House together. Like, that's such a sorry like excuse. Like, you know, you, you would think if y'all had all the answers, y'all be married right now. You would think if y'all had all the answers on love, and obviously with the mindset y'all got ain't working. But y'all want to set the bar. So freaking high, man. 
because that makes you feel better. And if you set the bar high and I give a maximum effort trying to meet that, I don't ever have to expose you and your flaws and how you don't amount up to what I need you to be. It makes you feel better. It makes certain men feel better to put these unimaginary standards on women so they don't have to show how inadequate they are or how small they are in in different areas. It makes women feel good to set this high bar on men so they don't have to expose their weaknesses and their flaws because the minute you call them out on it, they're going to leave you. They're going to have something to say about it. They're going to make it about you and how you couldn't amount up. And they're going to say they're healing. I'm healing too. I got things I'm going through too. What makes what makes your pain more important than my healing? It doesn't. But that's how we feel nowadays though. It's all about who can get the upper hand on who first. That's what it's all about. Because we're all scared. All this 50-50, you know, well, I want a woman to make this. I want a man to make this. No kids, four kids, your kids, whole kids. What does all that matter? Find you somebody that's God-fearing. You're going to mess up. You're going to have mistakes. That's fine. Find you somebody that you can have Bible study with and also go to a concert to. Find you somebody that that can look up the cooking receipt, cook the cooking recipes, and y'all can cook the meal together on you on YouTube, whatever. Find somebody that you know you 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 can have game night, or you can take a, a luxurious trip to Dubai. Like a vacation isn't about the place; it's about the destination. It's about the mindset. You can go to Dubai all you want and still got a mindset like you were in Tarboro or Spring Lake. It doesn't matter. You can have the finest girl in the world. But if you're not at peace, it don't matter. You can have the man making the most money. But if you're not, if, if the woman doesn't feel secure, what does it matter? None of those things. And those things I wish I'd have told myself in my, well, I ain't gonna say my 20s because I'm still am 29. But you know, early years of, of you know of just dating and just being around people, even friends. You know, we, we're just we're just so scared to be hurt. And what's so sad about it? We're so scared to be hurt. We hurt other people your relationships, you're so scared that somebody's going to leave you. You're so scared that that those love is supposed to expose flaws, and that's okay. It's okay. It's okay that you, it, you're you not 100% every day. Nobody is. But we can at least make an effort. You can. That's why you have a partner. It's not about you. It's not about you all the time. It's about the relationship. It's about the connection. It's about compassion. A lot of times, too, we don't want to have somebody that's good for us. No, 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 no. Because that doesn't make for a good story. We need somebody that's toxic so we can be the good person all the time. We need somebody that's going to talk trash to us, belittle us, cheat on us, make us feel bad, talk about this, sneak around, go around sneak dicking. So we can feel better about ourselves. So, hey, I'm the good person. Why does bad always happen to me? Because you keep letting those things happen to you because it makes you feel good. A lot of y'all only feel complete unless you're wanted. 
when people don't have a use for you, when people don't want you, you feel like you're worthless. And it's, it just comes down to your people pleaser too. You know, because on the flip side of that, some of you are the villains. Y'all are the negative. You're the toxic person. And you feel like you need to be that. But you're screwing over so many good people in your life that could have really, that could have really helped you. That could have really loved you. But just, but everybody is, even myself, everybody's so scared of failing, of, of not being enough. But the only person, the, the, the one, the one true person that has loved you before anybody had an opinion about you is God. That's that's the main thing. That's all that matters. Is how he feels about you. Not nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, let your your character and your purpose be in him. Not in your wife. Not in your husband. Not in your accomplishments in life. Not about how many businesses you got. None of that. It it it, it just it it just doesn't matter. But like I said, we're just we're just so scared, y'all. And maybe it has something to do with our childhood. Or maybe Maybe we had a good childhood and now we just want to be who we are. Because just because you come from a two-parent home, that don't mean you're a good child. There are plenty of stories in the Bible that people had nice homes, nice mother and fathers, and they were tyrants. They were evil. They were malicious. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I also want to speak on a topic real quick, something I've been dealing with for the past, I would say about two weeks. So I've had different people... One well, a person in particular, I ain't gonna, you know, it is what it is, but you know, I got I got called uh, uh, a lukewarm Christian, you know, because I because I um because I listen to rap music or because I might go see a movie or two that's quote unquote secular. I, you know, I just I just want to say this, y'all. There are a lot of things in life that we're gonna deal with, and 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 God's love covers a multitude of sins. You know, David had a man killed for a woman, and the Bible says that David was a man after God's heart. Paul persecuted Christians, but God knew what Paul's heart was at. He wanted truth. He wanted to know why these people were so nasty and so evil and so religious, but they were going against the very same thing they preached about. That's in the scripture, y'all. So, you know, when I when I heard those words, you know, you know, I also understand that people who have so much zeal and people who are newly saved, who don't have knowledge, well, they have knowledge, but they don't have an application behind it. So, you know, the the, the born again, that's why I call them born again believers, um, you know, the babies, you know, everything is just, everybody's going to hell except them. Understand this. You can get saved today. And. That doesn't, that doesn't, your name isn't always sketched in the, in the Lamb's book of life. You, you still have a journey. You still have a life, you know, and um, God of my witness, y'all, I have never, you know, no matter what's going on in my life, I have not wavered. I have not fallen back. I haven't, you know, questioned my faith for all the things I've been through in my life and things I'm still going through to this day. I haven't use this platform to boast about anything other than the Lord. I, I try my best to include almost every episode something about the Lord. And I'm not doing this for validation to try to answer 
to what I was dealing with, but I feel like I need to talk about it because it really affected me. And I had to understand as to why. Sometimes people say things like, oh, when somebody says something to you, you get married, it's the truth. I used to believe that, but not necessarily. You know, when people say certain things, they know they have a button they can push on you, they'll say it, but that don't make it true. I will say that the Bible does say that he who angers you controls you. And that's something my dad always taught me. So I try my best not to let people have that control over me. That's something I want to I want to handle in my thirties. I don't want to give my energy to conversation that doesn't that's 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 not that's not healthy. I don't want to continue leaving certain conversations filling away. We can disagree all we want. I disagree with your ideology, like, but I'll try my best to understand why you think the way you think. That's that's what I try to do as a believer. I try to understand people. You know, I, I can I can sit down and listen to, um, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder, or Billie Eilish, or um, um, Adele, um, Kendrick Lamar, Drake. Um, you know, I can hear the different testimonies in their music. They might not ever give reverence to God. That's that's it is what it is, man. That's you know, we shouldn't be speaking on things we don't know. And you know, I'm I'm not the one to try to put blame, not put blame, but put judgment on anybody. But all I can say is this, I just, I try my best to find the beauty in things, no matter how ugly the world may think it is. Just like Jesus did with the woman that was about to get stoned. I just, I try my best to see the person for who they are instead of what I don't like about them. Like like I've always said, God deals with the sin, we deal with the person. And that's all I got for this week, y'all. Much love. See y'all next week. One.